0: Hey all saints. Today we are going to be looking at the first half of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. So I'm going to start in verse 1. Paul writes, "When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness, with great fear and trembling." My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden, and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. Amen. Amen. Have you ever jumped on a bandwagon, become a fan of that team, bought that new kitchen gadget? or read that book you saw everyone posting about? Maybe you didn't want to be left out, or maybe it really did seem like a sweet deal. Whatever your reason, have you ever been convinced to commit to something? I know I have, and the people who lived in Corinth definitely would have said yes. Generally speaking, their culture prioritized all things flashy, dramatic, and self-serving. Whatever gained them popularity points or served their desires, they'd be here for it. It was a society of people looking after number one. And Paul knew this about Corinth. When he came to the city, announcing the mystery of God to them, as he states it, he purposefully avoided any kind of selling techniques. He knew that if he used the logic these people like today, they'd move on to something else tomorrow. And we'd be silly to ignore this same tendency in ourselves. Sure, we may not be on the level of the Corinthians on the immorality front, But we're just as tempted to follow after our own desires. We're just as easily drawn in by emotion and entertainment, human wisdom. As one commentary says, if someone can be persuaded into the kingdom by human wisdom, they can be persuaded out of the kingdom by human wisdom. So Paul decides, or resolves as it says, I love that language, I'm not going to spin this. I'm not going to work out the most convincing argument to make them commit. The message translation says verse 2 this way, I deliberately kept it plain and simple. First Jesus and who he is, then Jesus and what he did. Jesus crucified. The power of God in Jesus doesn't need marketing. It's too good on its own. Paul's sermons may not have been particularly persuasive, but that minute couldn't be about the charm of the message. No matter how the gospel is presented, the Spirit of God is the one bringing the wisdom. So what is God telling us about himself here? God doesn't want bandwagon fans. He's not interested in being popular because of what he offers you. He's not going to make your life perfect so you'll commit to him. He knows that his team is the winning team. And he wants followers, worshipers who will worship in spirit and in truth. He wants us to freely give ourselves to him because he knows that he is the absolute best thing for us. And he loves us beyond what we can even understand in our own wisdom. And the Spirit gives us the revelation that draws us into following him. But if you're like me, you probably wonder how that revelation works. So let's keep reading. The second part of this passage speaks to those who now know and believe in Jesus crucified through the revelation of the Spirit, or who Paul calls the mature. Verse 9 is often interpreted to be about the great things God has prepared for us in the new heaven and new earth to come. That's true, but in reading up on this passage, I discovered there's another level here. Quoting a couple of commentaries, uh, Paul paraphrases Isaiah 64, 4 to remind us that God's wisdom and plan is past our finding out on our own. What we can never understand in our own wisdom, the Spirit has revealed in the fullness of time as the grand design of God's wisdom, hidden in a mystery from before the ages began. That's what verse 10 tells us, that it has been revealed to us. Christ crucified is the grand design God had planned all along for our salvation. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Jesus, if you look back at verse one, uh, chapter 1, verse 24, Paul calls Jesus the power and wisdom of God. Jesus, the power and wisdom of God, is the mystery that was hidden before time began. What no human heart has conceived has now been brought out in the open for us to see and believe. We can be confident then that the Spirit speaks to us in Scripture. As we read, the Spirit is our teacher, helping us to understand God's character. That's what we're doing here in this Lenten journey, reading the Word and relying on the Spirit to bring wisdom. Just by showing up and listening or reading every day, more of the wisdom of God is getting through you. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says it like this, When you receive the Word of God, which you heard from us, You accepted it not as a human word, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. God's word is at work in us, and he wants us to know and trust him. So let's ask him for more understanding and wisdom today. God, we thank you for bringing this sacred secret out in the open before us in Jesus, who is your wisdom. Help us not to be distracted by emotion or entertainment or personality anything that's human wisdom god but let us seek out your wisdom spirit come to us every morning when we wake up so that we can choose your victorious kingdom not whatever bandwagon is presented to us today and let our faith not be based on human wisdom but on the power of our lord jesus christ amen